Hello, my name is Love Afrifa, and you're listening to For The One Podcast. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to For The One Podcast. We are taking it back today. I'm so excited to share that song with you. So this is actually from the 1970s and it's from an album called We Shall Be Like Him. And it was written and sung by Reverend Gene Martin and Richard Little John. And this song is so old, older than me. And I'm so grateful I was able to find it and just share it with you guys today. But yeah, today we're talking about faith and more specifically how to strengthen your faith, especially in a season like this where coronavirus doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It doesn't really seem to be getting that much better for people in the U.S. I know other countries have been able to slow down the spread of the coronavirus but also help the people who've already been infected as well so yeah this is just a really hard season for the world right now and i think it's important to understand and to know that just because this season seems like we're just waiting for an answer doesn't mean we have to lose faith in god i truly believe that in seasons where we are forced to kind of be alone and not really interact with people it's some of the best times where we're able to really dive in deeper into god's word You know, I touched on this a little bit last week, but I definitely believe with my full heart that our purpose on this earth is to have intimacy with our creator. And I think that it's important in times like this that we meditate on that and meditate on his word and just pray, but also seek him in new ways too. This could look different for everybody, but if you don't normally read your Bible, read your Bible. If you don't normally pray, try praying. And I think just taking these little steps is a great way to start really strengthening your faith. So that's what we're going to talk about today is really simple ways to strengthen your faith and ways for you to seek God in this season where it feels like everything else is trying to grab your attention, but also you feel so alone. It's honestly such a strange phenomenon, but we experience it every day. I experience it every day. On social media, I feel like I know what's going on in everybody's life, but also I'm literally by myself most of the time. If not, I'm hanging out with my siblings and just being at home. But truly, if we take the time to really cultivate a new lifestyle of proactively listening and receiving from God, we can then really enjoy the increase in intimacy with him. But also we stop the enemy from any opportunity to rob us of our joy, of our peace, and of our faith. And that's really what I want to talk about today. Okay, so let's first talk about simple ways we can strengthen our faith. The first one is very obvious, but sometimes it's the hardest to execute. Trust. We have to trust God in all things. He commanded in Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. In order to have faith in God and have a strong faith in God, we have to completely trust him and have our complete confidence in him. It's like sitting on a chair. You expect the chair to hold you up when you sit down, right? 
we have to feel that way about God. In everything we do, in every sphere of life, no matter where we go, we know that if we sat on a chair, it's supposed to hold us up and we expect us to. We also, again, have to have that same kind of conviction about God. We know that wherever we go or whatever we're doing, the Lord will hold us up. When we have full faith and trust in God, those feelings of worry, anxiety, stress, and doubt won't be at the surface of our lives. We trust that God will provide every and all things. And not only that, we're completely confident that he will provide us with an abundant life as well. In Matthew 6, 25 through 27, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body not more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And I had to deeply think about that question at the end, because I realized that worrying brings no solution to the problem that my anxiety is trying to figure out. It just doesn't make sense to worry because it doesn't help. It doesn't make the situation go away. It doesn't actually help me figure out what's going on. But when you contemplate and think about the things of God and put your trust in God and truly try your best every day to leave it in God's hands, that's how you can build up your faith. And that's how you actually solve the problem of whatever you're worried about. God can fix it. So if you leave it in his hands, it will get fixed. It'll become what you need it to become. It'll add to your life. It'll at the end be good for you. And that's just so relieving for me. I am such a planner, achiever kind of person. And to know that I actually don't need to have every single thing planned out and that if I fully trust the Lord, I won't ever have to. The plans the Lord has for me are good. And that if I walk with him and seek him about my life, he will show me which way to go. Okay, so let's talk practically now. Fully trusting in God is very hard. It calls us to act in great faith daily. But just think about how great our life could be if we lived without worry, stress, anxiety, fear, or doubt. And that's why it's important that we intentionally focus on God's plans for us and not our own. And sometimes for some people, that means setting aside our own plans and expectations. I had so many expectations for the way my life was going to go, the way my college life was going to go, but the Lord had a different plan and his plan was so much better. I made amazing friends. I went to a school that changed my walk with God and I'm so grateful that he was in control and not me. So a simple way I really put this into practice that I really want to share with you guys involves changing your perspective on your day. So that for me included writing gratitude notes. So on my little planner, I have a little space for gratitude and I write down all the things that I'm really grateful for that day. And I realize in writing those things down that I actually trusted God with those things and he was faithful. So for example, like I had a great day with my sister. Now I didn't intentionally 
pray lord help me have a great day with my sister but me and my sister's relationship grows and changes every day and if any of you guys have siblings you know how hard it can be to see eye to eye with somebody especially your sibling but because i serve god with my life i trust god with all of my relationships including my relationship with my sister and because i had a good day that day with my sister i began to realize that It's not because of anything that I'm doing, but it's because of what God is doing. If God doesn't change my heart and change her heart, then we can't have a relationship that's positive, uplifting, and godly in nature. And all things that are good comes from God, including a good day with my sister. And so that's how I began to look at the little things in my life, whether it be being able to even wake up that morning. We take that for granted so much, but even in a season like this, where there are people dying, how amazing is it that we even get to wake up in the morning? And this whole idea of gratitude for me really stemmed from 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. You know, it's amazing that I don't even have to pray about that about my relationship with my sister, but God reads my heart and knows that it's something that I want to improve. Not only that, but my relationship with my friends, with my parents, just my relationships in general. And again, God reads my heart and knows that that's something I want to improve on. And he creates ways and just creates good days that I can really look back on and remember that he is good and he orders my steps. The next practical tip that I really want to share with you guys that I feel like has really transformed my prayer life is reading my word, but reading it with the intent of God speaking. So I know that you know that you're supposed to read your Bible, but it's different and reading your Bible becomes different when you realize that God still speaks through his word. So practically, this looks like when I start my morning and I'm reading his word, I start with the prayer just asking God that he would speak to me through his word, giving me the knowledge to understand what he's saying and what he's laying on my heart. I like to keep a journal or some kind of index card and I also have cute pens. And I, whenever I read something or I see something that really speaks or tugs at my heart, I write it down. You know, sometimes it can be a verse, sometimes it could be a word, but if I'm taken back by something that I'm reading, I write it down and it becomes a focus for me. I start breaking it down and I start writing other words that come into my head and my heart. And that's when I start reflecting on it and really try to apply it to my life. So you can imagine that I don't get very far reading the Bible doing this, but I feel like I'm really leaning into his word and I'm applying it to my life. And so for me, quality over quantity, I think that if you can really take a verse or anything out of the Bible, whether it be small or large and just really apply it to your life use it to change the day-to-day things that you're doing that is how my life has changed and i really feel like your life can change that way too another practical that really changed my faith was praying like god was in the room i know for some people this sounds really simple but we are conditioned to think that God is so far away from us and that he doesn't see our problems, he doesn't see our needs, but truly, he does. And God already knows 
and probably knows my needs better than I do. So when I think of God being in the room, I think of me and my friend eating lunch and having a conversation. And sometimes my best conversations with God happen over the sink when I'm washing the dishes. Don't limit yourself. There's no right or wrong way to pray. God simply just wants to hear from you. And when you talk to him and just talk to him, you build trust, you grow a relationship, you know God more. Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for all of God's people. When we pray daily, we can invite God daily into our lives and again help establish a deeper trust with Him. So one of the last things I really want to talk about in regards to strengthening your faith, I believe with my whole heart that you have to start believing God for the big things. I also think you have to write those things down and pray about it and really seek God about the things you really want him to do in your life and see him bring it to pass in your life. That has been the most transformational thing that has strengthened my faith is believing God for the big things and seeing him do it in my life. So I'm going to share a testimony with you guys about something the Lord did for me. So in, I want to say, November of 2019, I had to take a CLEP exam. And some of you might know the story, but I had to take a Spanish CLEP exam. And I don't know Spanish, but I'd been studying, but I really felt in my heart that I wasn't going to, like, it wasn't going to happen. And I needed this exam to graduate from college and I needed this exam a certain score on this exam to get credit for a Spanish course and be able to graduate from Baylor so yeah I had never really believed God for anything that big up until that point and I think the pressure of graduating but also knowing that my family was supposed to be there and that my friends were all excited for me kept weighing on me that semester and I realized very early on that if God didn't see me through that situation, that I wasn't going to be able to graduate and that I would be really, really, really sad. And I couldn't even imagine what my life would look like after that point if I had to stay another semester, take the course, like do something else. I I had no idea what the plan was. My only thing was like I was going to take this exam, right? And so I remember days before the test just having constant panic attacks so scared so nervous so anxious about what was going to happen and I'm so grateful that I had my best friend visiting me that weekend as well that she was really able to encourage me and just pray for me and be there for me when I really needed it the most she was the one who actually drove me to my test and to say that God came through for me was an understatement I remember being in the kitchen washing my dishes the night before my exam crying and praying to the lord lord i don't know what i'm gonna do like lord you have to do this for me lord i don't know what the future holds but i know you want me to graduate why would you bring me to baylor if you didn't want me to graduate why would you let this happen if you didn't want me to be here and just like going off honestly just so frustrated but so scared And I called my dad too and he prayed for me and I felt a little bit better after that. But I started praying again and 
I felt the Lord clearly tell me, stop praying, I will do it for you. Like, I've already done it for you. Stop praying, you don't have to worry about it anymore. And then I started crying more. And, you know, even though the Lord said that clearly, I still continue to pray because I truly didn't know how to feel, if that makes sense. When you're believing God for a life-changing thing like that, between graduating from your four-year university or not, I really think anybody else in that situation would also continue to pray, but I prayed and prayed and prayed and studied that night and went to bed, woke up in the morning, went to take my exam, and I made the exact score I needed to pass the exam, to get credit for the course, and to graduate. And that is when I knew God was real. (laughs) Honestly, though, I, I mean, I knew God was real before that, but it's different when you have a tangible experience that you can point back to and say, God delivered me from this. So I encourage you guys, start believing God for the big things. And that is how you can see transformation in your faith and your faith growing stronger. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of For The One Podcast. I'm so grateful I got the opportunity to share one of the most transformational parts of my testimony. But again, you guys can find us on Instagram at For The One Podcast. And I'm just so excited to see where the Lord takes this amazing, amazing podcast. And I hope that you guys are doing well and that you're staying safe and staying at home. But if you need prayer for anything or need anything, please please let me know. And yeah, I'm just super grateful for you guys. And I just want to remind you that God loves you and that he'd leave the 99 just to find you. Just have a little faith. (laughs) Bye.